welcome to the Movie Journey Podcast, where we break down every film from the IMDb Top 250 list, giving our own thoughts and reviews and any general discussion along the way. My name is Hendo. I'm Dean Jeffrey, and we who are about to podcast salute you. Is that one of those, uh, saw that line in the movie and, yeah, I'll write that one down. No, 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 I thought about this uh, a bit earlier. Yours was a bit weak, I've got to admit. Oh, and yours was the greatest. Mine was fine. Uh, yours was, I thought you had something to say. There was a long pause. Oh, so, there wasn't? Well, there was. There was a long pause between when I finished and you started. Yeah, that's like what I mean. Like you realised, oh shit, I've got to say something here. No, I was like, oh shit, that, that's actually it. Very, very much a letdown. I thought you were going to bust out a entertained sort of thing. I was leaving that one for you. I mean, I wish you would have gone for it because it was better than. Well, I don't even know what you said. I'm Hendo. Brilliant, <laughs> brilliant Hendo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and today we are breaking down Gladiator. All right, Dean, it's time for Gladiator. Released yes, it is. in 2000, starring Russell Crowe, Joaquin Phoenix, Connie Nielsen, Ralph Mauler, Oliver Reed in his final role, Demon Honsu, Derek Jacobi, John Shrapnel, Richard Harris, and Tommy Flanagan, directed by Ridley Scott. What a strange order of names you just read out there. How so? I mean, Richard Harris was nearly at the end and he wasn't the end. Give him some respect. I just go by what it says here. Okay. It's about a former Roman general who sets out to exact revenge against the corrupt emperor who murdered his family and sent him into slavery. Spoiler warning. <laughs> I mean... I mean, who hasn't seen this goddamn film? No, it's it's not even that. It's The poster is him as a gladiator. Yeah. When you start the movie and he's a general, you know he's going to have a pretty quick fall from grace here. I definitely jest with the spoiler warning because if you haven't listened to our show, why are you coming into a gladiator episode and not seeing the film? I mean, we don't even... We don't even put spoiler warnings on these breakdowns. Not anymore. We used to. Did we? You used to say it all the time. Did I really? All right. Just before we get into such and such, we're going to put out a quick spoiler warning here. So if you haven't seen the film, what the fuck is wrong with you? You've been warned. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) All right. Here's some trivia. Number one. Oliver Reed died three weeks before the principal photography ended, and because Proximo was considered a key character, a clause in the movie's insurance contract would have allowed the filmmakers to reshoot all of Reed's scenes with another actor at the insurer's expense, about $25 million. However, most of the actors and crew were exhausted from the punishing schedule, and Ridley Scott did not want to cut Reed from the movie. The script was rewritten, and a body double and CGI were used to give Reed's character a plausible resolution. Originally, Maximus was supposed to fight Proximo in the Colosseum, after being captured, probably as a penultimate blow from Commodus. Oliver Reed's death forced a rewrite. Okay, there's a lot there. Let's just touch on the penultimate fight between Maximus and Proximo. Probably. What the fuck are they doing? I think Commodus would just set up so that Maximus would have to kill Proximo, and that would just anger him more before, so... the, before the ultimate fight with Commodus. I'm so glad they didn't do that. Can you imagine seeing Proximo like on the Colosseum floor? Come on. It's like fight to the death. And he's like, it's okay, Maximus. You can kill me. You but are, he, you are like, gladiator. But he wouldn't have killed him. Like we've seen- Maybe he would have killed himself. We've seen Commodus be like, all right, kill that guy. And he's like, nah, what are you going to do about it? Proximo would kill himself. And then you would get the, no, as he like kneels over his body. No, I mean- And I will have my vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, that that's so stupid. Um, And what was the other thing you said at the start about, uh, oh, the body double. Yeah. Now, obviously, I watched it here. I've watched it many times. And this time, I was really looking for, right, when did when did they use a body double here? When did the CGI face come did into effect? Did you see any of it? Honestly, the only time I noticed, right, this isn't new footage, is when he dies and it's shadows and dust. <laughs> 
which is clearly taken from another scene. Oh, it's more so the shot just before that when he's giving Maximus the keys. Yeah. When he walks up to him and he's like, "You turn, you be careful, you're turning into a good man. Yeah. A lot of that is actually quick snippet cuts from his talk with him earlier about how they're going to go to Rome. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like they, they word it and then cut to the shot of him. It was done considering it's, you know, 21 years ago now. Yeah. It looks fantastic. Oh, it does. Like yeah. the CGI, which normally, you know, from, from that time, and there is some janky CGI here. Um, normally from that time, you'd think, okay, it probably hasn't aged well. well. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Number two, Russell Crowe became good friends with Richard Harris during filming, a friendship that unfortunately lasted only a few years until Harris's death in 2002. Oliver Reed, on the other hand, took an instant dislike to Crowe, despite Reed's being good friends with Harris. At one point, Reed even challenged Crowe to a fight. I mean, I read all of the trivia on Gladiator. All of it? There's a lot. There is an enormous amount of trivia on Gladiator, and there is an enormous amount of trivia about Oliver Reed being some washed-up, drunk alcoholic. Well, he died of a heart attack. Like, he's he sounds like just the worst person. I think like, I read one piece of trivia as well where he basically told Ridley Scott, after 5 p.m., it's my life. It's my time. Yeah. So I will not work after 5 o'clock. Like, Ridley really wanted Oliver Reed here. Apparently, this was going to be, like, the next chapter in his um, acting career. Like, this was going to bring him back um, into the, the spotlight. And this guy's, a, like, obviously a raging alcoholic. Yeah. And like, Apparently, he-, he only took the role because he got him a free trip to London. And he can go see some free shows. Like, come on. What is this guy doing? I mean, he's really good in this film, though. Yeah, he's good. Oh, I mean, really good? He's yeah. he's good. I like Proximo. I am Proximo. I mean, there's a line that he says in this film that we hear every week. Which one? I mean, are we doing this now? I was the best because the crowd loved me. Oh, of course. Love that. Can you at least act like you know this <laughs> podcast? I mean, I, I do the editing and then you put in all the little sound drops. No, there's some points where I have the sound drops in there already for you to edit. And you don't even hear them then? <laughs> it's rare. All right. You're terrible. Number three, Russell Crowe began shooting this movie a few months after The Insider. He gained more than 40 pounds in that movie and lost it all before this one. He claimed he did nothing special besides normal work on his Australian farm. I mean, I don't know if you've seen Russell Crowe lately, but he needs to go back to his Australian farm. I mean, he's too busy saving Christmas (laughs) because he looks like Santa Claus. Yeah, no, I got got it. His big white beard. Yeah, the big beard. Maybe he's preparing for his role in uh, Fat Man 2. I haven't seen Fat Man. I haven't either. Oh, I thought you did. Nah, I didn't see it. Oh, okay. Imagine a Mel Gibson, Russell Crowe as Santa Claus team up. I mean, action you, film. You bring up Mel Gibson. Apparently, Mel Gibson turned down the role of Maximus because he mm-hmm. felt he was too old at 43. I would argue not too old at all. Uh, I think he might have done all right. I, he would not have done better than Russell Crowe, I'll tell you that. No, he wouldn't have, but it's just so odd. Like, 43 is not old, and there's nothing about this character where you'd say, oh, he should be younger. Yeah. Like, every. Like, 43 he's, is fine. He's a, he, has, he's a, he has an eight-year-old yeah. son. That makes sense. That's not too... He's the general of an army. Yeah, he's so, like, high-ranked in this Roman army. Mm. I'm like, how is 43 too old here? And then you look at Richard Harris, you look at Marcus Aurelius, he's super, super old. So, yeah. it would, it, the contrast would work perfect. Yeah, like, maybe... Unless it's maybe because he needs he's to be side-by-side side with Commodus. No, he has to be side-by-side side with Commodus because they're like brothers. And Joaquin Phoenix looks very young in this film. Well, he's 26 in this film. Yeah, so if you know, you got 26-year-old Commodus with 45-year-old Mel Gibson. Honestly, maybe even 25 at, at time of filming. Yeah, and he's so different to what he is now. He's Like, his voice is, how dare you turn your back to me? Like, he's so meek. 
with his speaking, the way he speaks in this film. But act, uh, I did all, I did read some trivia as well that um, Jack Gleason mirrored his performance of Joffrey Baratheon in Game of Thrones off Commodus here. Yeah, I mean that that makes sense. Yeah, you know that sort of snot-nosed kid. Yeah, who's in way over his head. Yeah. Number four, although Commodus was initially favoured... Okay, so this isn't trivia of the movie. This is trivia of facts, some Roman facts. Yes. Although Commodus was initially favoured by the Roman people, he lost that status through dramatic acts of megalomania. He is often considered the initiator of the fall of Rome. During his reign, he incorporated his name into many common terms, such as the terms for money and the people. Eventually, the citizens and the Senate had enough of his rule. He was poisoned, and when he vomited out the poison, he was strangled. Afterward, the Senate returned the language to what it had been known before Commodus, and the many statues of himself he'd put up were taken down. Yeah, so I, I did read a lot about this as well. Uh, he he likened himself to be Hector, uh, Hector, not Hector Reborn, Hercules Reborn. Yeah. Uh, and he changed, there was this giant statue. Oh, firstly, did you watch the extended cut? I did watch the extended. Okay. Was so it two hours 50? Yeah. yeah. So there's there's a couple of scenes where you see a giant foot um, yeah. as part of a statue. So that's a real statue that existed in that time. Is that, that the one where Proximo yes. kisses it? Yep. yep, yep. yep, yep. Um, I think it was of Emperor Nero, if I'm correct. And Commodus actually had the head taken off and changed to yep. to, to his likeness. Um yeah, I mean, but he reigned for 12 years. It's not like it was a short reign. Yeah, not like this, where it's like, what, six months, a year, maybe? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he was known as the Gladiator Emperor because he would literally go in the, the Colosseum and fight, like, animals and shit in the, in the arena. Unless he could hold his own. It's crazy. Number five, we got budget box office and Academy Awards here. We've got the budget of $103 million and worldwide gross $460 million. Huge film. Big success for such a big budgeted film for the time as well. Did a lot of money. Mm. This film got 12 Academy Award nominations. I had to go back. I checked three different sources. I'm like, 12? Seriously? It's like, wow, because I don't, don't remember ever talking about Gladiator as having a ton of Academy Award nominations when we do like those sort of quiz questions. Yeah. I always think Ben-Hur, Return of the King, and All About Eve. And then I, hit, I think I hit La La, they were, La Land. They were at 14, weren't they? 13, maybe? And then what? La La Land's at 12 as well, is it? Something like that, yeah. And okay. then, yeah, there's Gladiator. The seven it didn't win was Best Supporting Actor for Joaquin Phoenix which he lost to Benicio Del Toro in Traffic. Yeah, should have given it to Phoenix. Best Director for Ridley Scott, which he lost to Steven Soderbergh for Traffic. Ah, should have given it to Scott. Best Original Screenplay, which it lost to Almost Famous. I'm happy with that. Well, of course you are. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Best Cinematography, which it lost to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I can accept that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Best <laughs> Film Editing for Traffic. I'd have to watch Traffic again. Best Original Score, Hans Zimmer lost to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I don't remember the score for okay. Crouching Tiger, Eden Dragon, but the score for this is iconic. I hear this score. like I, I, The score was playing in the first battle scene. I'm like, man, this is a Pirates of the Caribbean song if you've <laughs> ever heard one. And it's almost like, and I looked up, it is almost beat for beat. Yeah. Like, you just reuse the song. Yep. Like, good on you, Hans Zimmer. And it lost best art direction in the set decoration category to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Okay. But it won five. Some might say these were quite some big ones here. At least two of them. It won Best Visual Effects, Best Sound, Best Costume Design, Best Actor for Russell Crowe, and of course, Best Picture. Yeah, I think very deserving of all of them. And you think of like all those awards, like the costume design, for sure. Yeah. You know, visual effects, for sure. Sound. Sound, for sure. 
Like all that stuff is Russell like, Crowe. Yeah, Russell, well, I mean, obviously Russell Crowe is great. I think the the nominees for best picture as well. I know they included Traffic, Crouching Tiger, Aaron Brockovich. I think was one. Okay, and I think maybe the other one was Chocolat. That honestly sounds very familiar. Yeah. yeah. All right. Five wins for it, eh? Not bad. But let's take a look at the history of Gladiator in the IMDb Top 250 list. This debuted pretty early on in 2000, once it came out at number 49. By 2005, it had dropped down to about 177. That was the lowest point it's ever been. From 2005 to 2013, it made its way up to around the 46-47 area, where it stayed there for about six years, going back and forth from those two spots. Then for some reason, around mid-2009, in, I believe it was August, just that one month, it just got pushed up to 42, just gradually. It didn't go from 46 to 42. It went from 46 to 45, 44, 43, 42, just out of nowhere. Very weird. Very odd, Hendo. And since then, it has now got up to its highest rank on the 30th of January in 2021 at number 40, where it currently sits with an 8.5 over 1.3 million votes. 8.5. Yeah. Impressive. Very impressive. But why don't we get into our breakdown of Gladiator, Dean? Let's do it. So what this text say at the start? Do you think I wrote it all down? No, I took screenshots. Why? <laughs> I mean, if you're, I was waiting for you to be like, no, what did it say? Come on, you should know. You should know. Come on. I've got, I've got pictures. No, we don't, we don't need to we read don't, we don't need to. We don't need to read it. We don't need to read it. All, all it's doing is illustrating how massive Rome is at the time. It's setting, yep. up, setting up the time and place, basically. Like, it's 180 AD. As he's reading. Who? Me? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, there's, a tw- there's a 12-year war um, against Germania. Yes, Germania. Against the barbarians in Germania. Yes. And yeah. That's all you need to know. I mean, really, there's there's a lot of reading for really not a lot of information. Like, they basically need to win this, and then they've got peace. Yeah, so let's head into Germania here for the battle, the first battle here. Can I just say, my notes here say, possible excellent. I mean, I had so many <laughs> in this movie. This, this opening scene is so good. This, first off, the, the first note I've written here is, fuck me, Hans Zimmer score is just fucking incredible. It's so good, this I score. I love it. I love the respect that Maximus gets from all his troops. I love that it starts, like, this is our, you know, big manly hero here of this film. And it starts with, like, a shot of him just, you know, running his fingers through the long grass. Oh, yeah. Bit of trivia, that's not actually Russell Crowe's hand, it's actually his stuntman's hand. Yes, I saw that. Uh, But no, and then he lifts his head and the first shot you see of him is like a sad guy. Like he's not like tough, like fuck yeah, here we go. There's there's a bit of depth there to him. He's, you know, longing, longing for home, missing his wife. Yeah, definitely setting up for the big battle here. I love that Maximus already knows. Like he sees the horse come, he's like, yeah, they said no. Like you just start because here comes this headless bloke coming back. It's like, no, they're not going to meet your demands. They're going to battle here. So, strength and honor. What we do with life? No, no, it no. goes in eternity. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. come on, come on, come on. Go well, on. Okay, we're going. Are we breaking in every second of this film? Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> we honestly like this. This could so easily be like our our script read part w- two after Pulp Fiction. Would this be one of those uh, podcasts that you see out there where they where every episode is one minute of the movie and they there's Literally podcasts like, okay, this is our minute 42. Let's break the whole minute down to this movie. Like, seriously? Is there really podcasts like that? Absolutely. Really? Yeah. Imagine if we did that for this for this gladiator. All One right, time minute? for minute 16. Here, uh, Russell Crowe puts his hands through the, the, the field here. And this symbolizes his uh, longing for home. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you very much. Uh, no, so hold on. There's, there's, a great, there's a great quote here. People should know when they're conquered. Hang on, hang on. You said this. <clears throat> I think you said this last week when we when we wrapped up the episode. I love it. I love Let's it. Do it. Would you, Quintus? Would I? <laughs> <laughs> What's the other one that comes up? Quintus, my sword. Quintus, my sword. <laughs> How are the men? Lean and hungry. 
<laughs> you have to have that gruff voice. <laughs> what about the battle? This epic battle. Hold on. So he picks oh up. God. The- <laughs> Minute sixteen. <laughs> he picks up the dirt here, which we'll see him obviously do he multiple does that times in every battle he's in. What do you make of that, Hendo? I mean, he sniffs it too. Mm. He gets a little scent. Is he like paying respect to the land that he's on? I think it's more about. Uh, if he dies, he becomes a part of the land. There is a big theme of that as well, especially with the the burying of the statues yes, at the end. Yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, very uh, good. Yeah, I think I think that's what I'll go with. The sniffing as well definitely plays a part in that. Like he's, he's also it could be a bit of like a good luck charm at this point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A bit of a superstition there. Yeah, strength and honor, strength and honor. At my signal, unleash hell. I remember that from the trailer. You remember it. What is it with you in trailers? What is it with you in no trailers? Because it's so it, hard to discuss future it films with ruins, you. It's it such ruins a pain in the ass. Films. Such, but your memory is so terrible, you'd forget it. I don't want to discuss future films until I've seen them. It's until t- they're present films, I see Hendo. this trailer and I'm like, man, let's discuss this new film. You're like, no. I'm like, what? Just, can you watch a fucking trailer what so do you I wa- can... What do you want to discuss? So that, hey, I wonder if this happens. Like, let's, you know, Because there's a trailer a I can show and you. And then it'll happen about, yeah, I, I guess that would happen. No, but like, you wouldn't. You'd be like, well, I forgot about that. That was awesome. And I'm like, Dean, there's this trailer for this movie you've never heard of. Check it out. You're like, hey, that looks pretty interesting. I might check it I'd out now. I'd rather just wait until the movie comes out but you, and you'll miss it. You, there'd be plenty of movies that you've missed because you didn't see a trailer. Name one. There's so many movies, for God's sake. I'm not going Zero. Uh, no, see, zero <laughs> movies zero. you've missed. Zero movies I've missed because I haven't watched a trailer. Come on. I disagree with that. You're being ridiculous. But you are an Elysium and you're already dead. <laughs> That's so good. <gasps> now, his speech here, I don't often think of as, you know, like, yeah, give me the top battle speeches before the battle. Like, obviously, Braveheart, Braveheart is number one. This this is top five. This is fantastic, this speech. Like, this guy here, like, I, I heard it and I was like, you know what? You're going to charge at the TV. I kind of want to fight <laughs> for <it>. it. <laughs> Strength and honor. <laughs> no, it's very rousing. I loved it. Very arousing, was it? Arousing. I thought you said arousing. Like, Jesus, Dean, I'm glad I didn't watch this with you. Rousing. <laughs> but the actual fight scene is really good. Uh, they actually had access to this, like, forest yes. that was going to be torn down for deforestation. And uh, Ridley Scott was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I will do it for you. Yeah, Don't let's worry. go for it. <laughs> <laughs> we will burn this fucking thing down. Absolutely. Yeah, they don't skim on the violence in this film as well. Like this is a uh, this is good for the old biblical violence going on here. Is it? I watched it with Ethan. Well, I mean, you watched you made him watch the full Terminator series, so I think this would. Uh, don't sound like that. This would I didn't equate. make him watch the you Terminator. Did. You but... sat him down. You clockwork oranged him. <laughs> <laughs> he, it's you don't know how hard it is to try and convince him that Mortal Kombat is not for him. He yeah. he wants to watch that so badly. You're like, I'm like, mate, mate. It's R. Yeah. I was I've like, shown you the Terminator. I've watched you it. You cannot watch this. I was like, I've watched it. It's not for you. He's like, can't you just like tell me to close my eyes during the bad bits? I'm like, no, no. <laughs> it's re- it's like bad bit after bad bit. Like, you can't watch it, man. You should make him watch the first Mortal Kombat. That'd be fine for him. I mean, it would be, but- Just I tell him that's the Mortal I, Kombat I, you I, saw. <laughs> that's what you saw? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. What do you think of this film? Uh, was it the 10 out of 10 that he gave to- No, no, no. What did he give 10 out of 10 to? Uh, Godzilla versus That's- Kong. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he's- No, I think I think it was a little slow in the non-fight scenes for him. Okay. Um, all the incest stuff, probably- I mean, I hope went over his head. <laughs> Either that or he just wasn't interested. You come home, he's got me by the mouth. Am I merciful? <laughs> Am I not merciful? <laughs> Even calm down, mate. 
Okay, I was wondering where you were going with that. Um, yeah, no, nah, it's it's really yeah, no, nah, he he liked it. He didn't love it. Okay, he didn't he didn't appreciate it? Venice. It is the two hour fifty version we're watching. <laughs> Commodus and Lucilla, Lucilla, L- Lucilla, Lucilla. I do. I was right the first time. Yeah, Lucilla, who I have seen this film so many times, and I did not know that was her name. I looked it up. It's and- always Connie Nielsen. Yeah, Connie Nielsen. Yeah, she's Lucilla, and his and her son is Lucius. Mm, yep. I mean, makes sense. But the two of them here, they know the only reason they're being summoned is because he's gonna die. Is this is this the is this part of extended? No. Oh, really? I don't remember the scene. I always thought that Commodus just shows up on the horse. Like, did I miss the battle? It's like, of course you did, you fuckwit. No, 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 no. This is. Uh, I mean, I've seen this film so many times. You've seen this way more times than me, for sure. So I I this... remember watching this consecutive nights oh, when I was a teenager. I think this could be my fourth watch. I'm easy 15. E- easy. Probably <laughs> love, over 20. I love it how we're like, yeah, this is like my fourth watch. And to most people, it's like, that's a lot. You're like, ah, that's piss week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, four now would be massive. But back when back when you're a teenager and you just watch yeah, you movies. You just wear on the repeat, VHS or yeah. the DVD. No. And you um, didn't have so many movies you could be watching. Yeah. I mean, you got unlimited films now. Yeah, exactly. Whereas back then, you might have- Most films are one and done now. Yeah, I had like- I think I got up to like 70 VHSs. Jeez. And it's like, yeah, like if you're going to watch one of them, just why not play it? <laughs> but even here, he's already saying, oh, I'll have so many games in his honor. It's like, come on, you win the games. He loves the games. But you can see, like, Commodus, when he gets off the carriage, he's so let down that his father's not there to greet him. Yeah. He's like, where is he? Oh, they've been gone 19 days, sir. It's not about you, mate. Jesus. Commodus, you prick. Yeah. Now, Richard Harris isn't in this film much. No. What'd you make of him? I mean, he he does his part for what it's there. He's good. I think I think he's better than good. No, I, th- I think he's good. I think he's better than Oliver Reed. Oh no. Yeah. No, 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 no. For sure. I, I think he, obviously he's st- well, maybe not obviously, but I think his standout scene is obviously is the I keep saying obviously is the uh, the final scene with him and Commodus. Okay. What do you think it's a scene with him and Maximus? No. What scene would you think it is then? Him and Commodus. I agree with you. Oh, you're just like okay, like they're no. all they're all good. Like yeah. him and Maximus, him and Lucilla, him and Commodus. They're all great scenes. Yeah. Three key scenes. Yes. Plays them well. Still can't get over the fact you don't like Richard Harris in Unforgiven. That is unforgivable. That joke was <laughs> unforgivable. <laughs> <laughs> just waiting for it. <laughs> but yeah, Commodus is just looking down on his father and Maximus just walking together through the battlefield. Oh, he's so jelly right he now. He's so jealous. But then we get, <laughs> have I missed it? Have I oh, missed the battle? Like, Shut up, you fuckwit. <laughs> it's like, I will sacrifice 100 bulls in your honor. You Save imagine, the bulls. You can imagine on Maximus. Honor Maximus. Imagine Maximus, my life. Just what piss are you going to kill bulls for? Yeah. Like, he's a farmer. Yeah. <laughs> Leave the animals alone. So you can tell what's extended and what isn't. Yes. Is Maximus surveying the wounded? Is that extended? Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. Yeah. So I thought that was a bit pointless, but. Yeah, he's walking. Makes a little bit of sense. Like he's he's sort of realizing the uh, the negative aspects of war. We already get this. Though. I know, though. <laughs> I know. You know, like, and that's, that's why it's extended. Yeah, this scene here was like pointless. Like, I mean, some of the extended scenes are like interesting because they further the narrative a bit. They you may flesh- have to, you may be you may have to be the one to point out the extended. That's ones. fine. That's yeah. fine. They flesh out what's already there, but this one's like it's just we're seeing what we already see. Like, oh, yeah, yeah he doesn't. He doesn't like war. Like no. he's a fantastic military leader. He's a farmer. Yeah, but he—he's not. He—he he, he understands the sacrifices that they make for it. Uh, he wants to go home. 
No, it's party time right now. Yes, it is. I like that there's a lot of uh, politicalness in this film as well. Like I, I always equate Gladiator to you know coliseums and big fights and that, but there's mm. actually a, a, a strong underlying tone here of the political nature of Rome and capitalism and like the Senate and that, which I find actually works very well. Like it's never overbearing in this film. No, no, but it could have been. I know, right? It but they really, really could have been. They really mesh it well with the vengeance violent nature of the main plot mm, yeah how's like senator gaius here just being outwardly republic yeah. he's just like well rome was founded as a republic like you're talking to who will be the future emperor like very openly he like everyone knows like he's anti-emperor basically yeah not not smart he's the one who gets the snake in the bed isn't he yes yeah you actually see what happens when you just get the snake in the bed and, that's, and you never see him again. Yeah, I imagine it's like in Doctor No with the spider. Except it works. Y- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the frustration on Maximus's face every time someone basically mentions to him, you're not going home. When Commodus is like, I, I will call on you. He's like, for fuck's sake, just let me go home, please. Mm, yeah. Even when Marcus does it later on, he's like, I, I will need you to stay on. He's like... What would you have me do? <laughs> Let me go home. Yes, yes. Uh, but now we get the Caesar or Marcus and uh, Lucilla talk. I thought their back and forth was really uh, sharp. Yeah. Yeah, I in particular like the, let us pretend you are a loving daughter and I a good father. Just <laughs> awkward silence for a bit. This is a pleasant fiction, isn't it? Like, she's as cutting as he is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nah, she's, she's awesome in this. I, I love the character of Lucilla, Lucilla. And Connie Nielsen's really good. I Connie Nielsen, I hear that name all the time. I, I could, Before I watched Gladiator, I could not pinpoint a movie she's in. But now you can? I mean, I'll try and remember now that she's in Gladiator. Do you know anything else she's in? I mean, she was just in Nobody. <laughs> Do you know anything else? See, I... <sighs> I can't think of anything. Now we get this little scene here where Maximus just looks over in the forest he's, and he's Commodus. He's shirtless. Shirtless Commodus. Shirtless Commodus. Doing a little, uh, almost like a dance. Yeah, because it's not like. The camera, like one, two, three, four. Like he's. It's like a stage play. Yeah, this isn't like him reacting. This is like something that he would have done slower and then faster and faster and faster yeah. until he's at this point where it's like, what is. Like, what does this prove? I, I know what the movie's trying to show us. It's trying to show us, oh, this guy's a really good fighter. But it's sort of like, eh. It shows that he he has a little bit of sword skill. Like, yeah. he, he can do his moves, and maybe he's still in that, like, learning phase. Mm. Maybe he's like a white belt in swordsmanship. He's better than white belt. White belt's a start. What's the uh, the levels here? Because I know there's white at the bottom and black at the top. What's in the middle? I know there's yellow. Is yellow after white? <sighs> I think it's. I think it's. Is it red? Is there even a red? And there's like. Isn't it like blue just for black? You get tips though. Like you get tips? like your white belt will get a tip on it. Like is a that red for karate? Or, yeah, for karate. What about like judo? Is there different? I don't know about there? judo. There's, I've always thought there was white, yellow, green, blue, black. There's brown. Oh, there's a brown in there. In there. Brown. Jeez. Yeah. How many belts anyway, do you need? Move on. I thought it was an interesting discussion. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think it was at all. I don't think it's interesting at all. No, I think it's very boring. But fair, fair go at Marcus for trying to get Maximus to basically take over the role here. Like he wants to get Rome out of its political disaster at the moment. It's corrupt. Let's get a, <sighs> give it back to the people. Yeah. Okay. Here's the problem I have with this. He's had his rule. Okay. <laughs> he could have done this at any point where it'd be like, I renounce my emperorship 
I am stepping down. He's he waits till he's about to die. Okay, maybe he people will think he's old and senile, and no. they won't. He waits till he's about to die, and then it's like, all right, now that I've enjoyed being <laughs> the ultimate ruler of Rome, I feel like you know what? Let's not let anyone else do that. It's like fuck off. Don't wait so long, and do it when you're fit. And healthy. So are you saying you side on Commodus' side? No, I'm saying I side with Marcus Aurelius, but he should have done it sooner. Maybe he had a moment of clarity in the middle of the battle. Did you find it interesting that Maximus has literally never been to Rome? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It's it's jarring hearing him be like <laughs> being like, ah, Rome is the light, and yet you have never been there. Well, he's always out. He's a general, he's always out in battles. Like he's all he's done is just go out and battle. Hmm. I guess. And I guess it gives that more of a spectacle when he does get to Rome later and he sees the Colosseum. Oh, yeah. for sure. That, yeah. that moment, that moment's worth it. Uh, but no, obviously he's nearing the end and he's looking back on how he'll be remembered. Or will I be the emperor that gave Rome back its true self? Can you do it in his Dumbledore voice? Isn't that his voice? It's close, but it's more raspy. There was a dream that was Rome. No, that's no. worse. There was a dream that was Rome. <laughs> <laughs> Maximus, you will be in Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he'd be Gryffindor. Commodus is clearly Slytherin. I mean, yeah, <laughs> clearly. Uh, Lucilla would be Ravenclaw. I don't know what that is. Who would be Hufflepuff that we see here? Proximo. Nah, he's not Hufflepuff. He was Maximus 30 years ago. Would it be Juba? Well, that's not bad. What about Lucius? No, he, there's already a, he can't have two Luciuses in uh, <laughs> Slytherin. <laughs> yeah, I, okay, I think Juba's a good one. Cool. Yes. Oh, that was good. See, that was an interesting discussion, Hendo. <laughs> it was done so quickly. <laughs> Get a little bit of a history lesson here between Maximus and Lucilla. There's a little something there. I love that they never actually go full Maximus and Lucilla in this movie. There was talk. I remember reading there was talks about it, but they were, but especially Russell Crowe and Ridley Scott were like, no, because it's not about that. You need to have the pure love that Maximus has for his wife and son and ruining that with this future little love tiff with him and Lucilla down the track just would ruin that. So keep it as just his full love and respect to his wife and kid. I mean, they do kiss. I think it's more of a mutual respect kind of thing. They never tackle... They, they have, never- you ever, have you ever kissed someone out of mutual respect? <laughs> No, my wife and kids haven't died before. <gasps> okay. Uh, yeah. And I don't live in biblical times, all right? Is this biblical times? I think you've mentioned that twice. Why do you keep bringing up the uh, Bible always, here? I don't know. The last, you know, Swords and Sandals classic we reviewed was Ben-Hur, and that was very biblical. I mean, Jesus died 180 years ago now. Is that how long ago we did Ben-Hur? <laughs> uh, that's how long Ben-Hur long goes for. <laughs> <laughs> Quick little scene here with Maximus and Cicero. Tommy Flanagan. Yeah. Scarred face guy. Yeah. Good on him. Always this shows is, up in random This is movies. what I know him from. Like, Oh, really? This is the guy from Gladiator. Nah, Sons of Anarchy. Nah, come on. Nah, that's all I know him from. I mean, not all I know him from. It's what I know him most from. Okay. Okay. But nah, this is his, you know, his helper, servant. Mm. This guy has no choice either. He's just no. like, uh, we're not going anywhere, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But now we get the scene between Caesar and Commodus here. Now- is Marcus. It? Is it? You said, no, you sounded like it was going to be your uh, excellent. Oh, no, no, oh. no, no, no. Is, is it that? yours? No, no, it's not. Okay. He is such a cock here. I know, right? Are you ready to do your duty for Rome? And it's like, Why would you say that? Don't say that. It's going to piss him off more. You will not be emperor. <laughs> you are not the emperor. <laughs> 
And and Commodus, he's so great here. Which wiser older man will take my place? Obviously, he knows. He knows. He's seen what's going on. He's seen how Maximus is with uh, with Marcus here. The like, restrained performance by Joaquin Phoenix here is is really really good. This is one of his best scenes in the film here. Like this scene here, holding it back, where he's just like, "You you wrote to me once, listing virtues, wisdom, justice, fortitude, temperance." As I read the list, I knew I had none of them. <laughs> Even then, it was as if you didn't want me as your son. <laughs> and Richard Harris here, he's not like, he's not a prick. Like, he's not. No, he's, he's not, like, not denying. You will listen to me. No, no, no. He's just like, your fault as a son is my failure as a father. Like, what a nice thing to say. Doesn't help. No, I mean, of course it doesn't. But Commodus I mean, is a piece of shit. Commodus. I mean, yes, he's a piece of shit here, but. This isn't like premeditated murder. This is like hot-blooded, emotional stuff where the father's just like- Are you, waiting, he- are you waiting for Tom Cruise to come in with his Red Bull from Dun- Minority Report? <laughs> <laughs> nice. That was a strange call, but yeah, no, you're, you're very right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you said premeditated murder. I'm like, that's Minority like, Report. Precogs? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, he's like Commodus is just broken here. Like, yeah, what is it in me you hate so much? <laughs> I love Commodus so much. <sighs> Weird way of killing someone. It's like pressing him against your body. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. Mm. Yep. In uh, real life, he died of the plague. Yeah. Which is interesting because that line comes back later. Like, have you ever embraced a man dying of plague? Yes, I remember that. No, I haven't. But if you interrupt me again, I assure you, you shall. <laughs> <laughs> I love the shot of Maximus coming in, pulls the curtain back, and bang, Commodus is there right in his face. Mm. It's like, oh, he's he's here, he's ready to go. Let's let's get this going. Mm. Even seeing Lucilla just silently crying in the corner. Yeah, she knows immediately. Yeah, everyone knows. The look on uh, Maximus's face as well, especially when Commodus is like, like, take my hand and you know, rule with me. And he's just like, you fucking did this. She doesn't say rule. Well, I know with he me. doesn't say, but he like, take my hand and you know, I only offer it once. He turns around and just gives him the look like, you fucking did this. I know you fucking did this. Yeah. Maximus, idiot. Yeah. Don't make it so obvious. Like, hold, take his goddamn hand. Shake his hand and then go go to your family. Like, do what you can to get to your family. Yep. You it's, so, it's so uh, obvious. It's so and obvious. And to do it publicly, like in front of Quintus, in front of Lucilla, what, what did he think was going to happen? I completely forgot about the story of Quintus in this movie. I, when he betrays Maximus... And when he's like, you will see your family in the afterlife, I'm like, oh my God, I couldn't remember that line. I did not know the fate of Quintus in this your movie. Your family will meet you in the afterlife. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, he betrays Maximus, I guess, but he's he's loyal to the emperor. Yeah, and he does mention that to him later on when he's strapped up. He's like, I'm a soldier. I follow yeah, my orders. Like and even Maximus is like, okay. Like, like M- Maximus is the one that has betrayed his station. Yeah. Like he needs to be loyal we're lo- to Rome. We're looking and the at Emperor. it. We're looking at it from the point of Maximus. And when Quintus is like, "Yeah, we'll, we'll kill your family." Quintus, why are you armed, guards? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you bastard, Quintus! I love the little sh- the shake of the head he gives to Cicero. He's like, don't, don't, don't come in. Like, you'll just get killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. All right, but let's move this plot along. Yes, execution time. What for a great start to Gladiator, Maximus. How good is Gladiator? <sighs> If anyone doesn't know what we're going to give this. (laughs) You have not been paying close attention. (laughs) Or even just any attention. Uh, But Maximus gets the jump on them here. Smart move. He's like, 
give me a soldier's kill. Don't cut my head off. Give me a clean kill. Because he knows he can get the jump on him if he does that. Mm. Yeah, not bad. I love the smugness of Mark Maximus, though. Like, when he walks out from beyond the tree and calls out the guy on the horse, he's like, here I am. Come on, let's do this. Mm. <laughs> he knows he can take him down. He gets he gets stabbed pretty badly, though, or sliced pretty badly. In I mean, the he still wins single-handedly against a guy on a horse. Jess gets home. I mean, his hair is a lot like... Yeah, I thought that was a mistake because I'm looking I'm like, geez, his hair's really long in this no, scene. He- and then it keeps going, like, oh, it's because it's taken so long to get home. How long for your hair to grow? Yeah. Like, are we talking like weeks? Oh, obviously, like eight weeks? Oh, not eight weeks. I'd say three, maybe. Four Jesus. maximum. Yep. Four maximus. Hmm. Maximus. <laughs> <laughs> That's Maximus. <laughs> uh, again, the score when he gets to his place. That, that even the, even, the, even the flashes, the flashes of what's happening, what he, what he thinks is happening, yeah, which is actually what is happening, yes, which is what is happening, yes, yeah. Oh, and Crow knows how to put on a sad, uh, snot-filled face. Oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> oh, it is so bad. <laughs> yeah, and like there's just a saliva that's like yeah. dangles. It's like cruel intentions. Kisses the foot, and then there's like the long stretch. Yeah, of it, and you're yeah. the like Enya style. Yeah, nice try. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <gasps> but no, he, he passes out in these little mounds of dirt. Yeah. What are you doing? You're doing a little wave symbol at me. Yeah, I was just waving like, oh, yeah. Uh, no. That's not <laughs> what you're doing. Um, but no, now we get Juba. This is, like, the- this is like act two of the film. Like, Do they ever say the word Juba in this film? If they do, I didn't pick it up. If they Juba. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, I don't think they do. Because I looked it up and I saw his name and I was like, Juba. Yeah, that's where I got it from. I was like, really? I was going to call him Demon Honsu. Proximo comes into the movie pretty quickly here now, buys the slaves. Yeah, apparently uh, he asks the guy who he speaks to about it if he's a method actor and then actually grabs his nuts. You sold me queer giraffes. I want my money back. Was that extended? No. I don't remember that. Really? Yeah. Not a chance. (laughs) Not a chance? As he grabs him. Nice. Not a chance. Good. (laughs) No, that's all in it, the queer giraffes. Okay. I love you get the shot of the giraffes later on. You know, this is this is already a very long... It's not like it's gone from two hours to two hours 50. It's like two hours 30 to two hours 50. Oh, for some reason, I thought it was two hours 10. No. There's really? not much extended, I honestly. I say, like 40 minutes of extended. No, there's not that much extended. What would be the, uh, the longest extended cut in comparison to a regular film? Because pr- didn't, didn't Cinema Paradiso throw on like an extra 40 minutes? Because I think we discussed the in, there's an entire scene subplot, yeah, of the not of, scene subplot. Yeah, when he's older with the with the girl that comes back, and it goes on for like yeah, at least half an hour. Like wow, yeah, that is not this though. Snyder cut probably. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. How, how did we not immediately go <laughs> to two that? hours of footage? <laughs> yeah, Maximus is doing his whole. I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to deal with this. He's pretty much uh, gets hit. Yeah, he doesn't care. You know, he, he doesn't care. I like this big guy. Does he have a name? Did you get a name for him? Big guy? Big guy, yeah. Yeah? He's good, though. I literally think I wrote big guy. Oh, I wrote big guy, yeah. yeah, for sure. Oh, you know what is extended? This scene here with the scribe who ends up pissing himself. Right? Is it the one before that where he's talking about how he's a scribe? Yes, when okay. he says, I'm a scribe. I remember him pissing himself. Yeah, I remember the piss. The piss isn't fine, but we don't get his backstory of, I speak seven languages. That's right, because big guy starts talking about how they're going to have to fight each other and then one of them will be free. And I'm like, is that the case? I don't ever remember that being a, a point in this movie. Hmm. 
Yeah, now all this whole scene here with the scribe is extended. And again, it's something that on my 15th plus viewing, I'm like, <laughs> oh, cool. But really, it's it's totally they gave a backstory to scribe guy. <laughs> but you don't even know he's a scribe guy. They gave a backstory to piss guy. <laughs> piss guy is now scribe guy. <laughs> no, he'll always be piss guy. <laughs> First battle here. Love the team up of Oh, hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, Maximus. No, not yet. No, no. Yet. There's another long scene here that's extended. Okay. It, not even extent, extended, actually. Like full-fledged New scene. scene of Proximo oh, betting you... against his guys. Oh. Right? That is not in the normal movie. Okay. Why would he do that? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, I guess because he wins either way. So if the guys lose, he wins a bet. And if the guys win, he wins the money from the fight. But it, wouldn't he just break even then? That's like saying, I'm going to bet 200 on this to win 400, but I'll also bet 200 on this to win 400. So either way, I win 200 and get my money back. I think the bet is a, a bigger amount. I think he's unhappy that they win. Okay, but this scene... I love the the because this is our first arena scene that we've seen here, and you just you start it with the swinging you know spiked yeah. ball on the chain and and the light that's coming through the 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 wood yeah and, and they show like, they shit. show the uh, I think it's the gladiator with like the spiked head yeah with like Instantly the spiked dead. hair yeah instant yeah. death yeah good fight yeah I like it I like the team up of Maximus and Juba here yep. they work well I like the big guy cutting off the piss guy's hand yeah well that's what he's got to do it's a nice setup. It's it's a fine battle that doesn't get that doesn't overshine that doesn't outshine the other battles. No. Like I think with the battles in this film, they increase as they go. Yep, yep. Yeah. And you you need that absolutely. We get Commodus and Lucilla entering Rome. Yeah, he enters Rome like a conquering hero. What has he conquered? <laughs> and we get uh oh bad CGI by the way. This is when I yeah. said before. This looked this looked a bit there. iffy. Especially when he's walking up the steps and you yeah. see like his silhouette against a very <laughs> fake background. I was like, yeah, that's pretty obvious. Who's the main senator here? Is it Gracchus? It's pronounced Gracchus. Gracchus. Yeah. I don't mind him. Sent for Gaius and Gracchus. The two big the big key players here. And the big Falco dogs. Falco's the bad one. Oh yeah, I didn't pick up his name. Yeah, Falco. What happens to him? Just don't see him again after he d- does does the dirty when he rats everyone out? No, I don't think so. Yeah, bastard got away with it. <laughs> I do, I like this Senate scene. Like you said before, like it could have been too dry, but Gracchus is like starts like hitting some hot points here about sanitation of the water, the plague. Like he wants to discuss yeah. some COVID nineteen here, <laughs> and Commodus Commodus is like, shh, yeah, who cares? Talk, talk, talk. <laughs> it's like talk less. <laughs> let's uh, let's have some games. Let's play some games. Have some fun. Yeah, I mean. He's, he's different. Well, this is what he wants. He wants to get the people on his side because he knows Rome is basically controlled by the people. And if he has the people on his side, he's going to be in control. Yes. yes. He, he's he's smart. Commodus is smart. Hmm. To a degree. I don't think he's smart. You don't think he is? Uh, not, not overly. He's, I, I think he does a good job here and he's, and he's basically what his plot to keep control. Okay. So did you catch the whole subplot that was put in here on how they pay for the games? I did hear a couple of scenes here and there about some sort of payment. Yeah. They're paying for it by selling Rome's storage of grain, right? None of this is in theatrical. Maybe that's why I missed it because I wasn't really paying attention to that point. <laughs> I heard stuff about paying for the games, but I must have missed about the whole where they were getting that money from. Yeah. Which I, I did like this. I like knowing that, okay, this is why it's an issue. Because they do say like, oh, it's costing so much money. But you really, like in the theatrical, you get no sense of who cares. Like it's Rome. Who cares if it costs a lot of money? But here it's like, 
To pay for it, we have to sell our food. And in two years, they say the people will be hungry. Yeah, I don't mind when you have all these movies set back in olden times and that where they talk about money problems and debt to higher higher factors. Hmm. Like it, it, it makes sense. Like rich always get their money from richer. I don't understand though. Like they say, oh, who's paying for these games? Are they not charging entry fee? They really should. I mean, what Pop- is that? Popcorn? What is that? Forty thousand at the Coliseum? Then you have is- people like walking down the steps. Yeah, it's your popcorn here. What would they be? What uh, snacks would they be selling at the Coliseum? Forget snacks. You need a record. Get your footy record. You got a picture of Maximus with his sword, like <laughs> Maximus five six. <laughs> oh, that's not his sword, Hendo. God. <laughs> But we get a pretty important conversation here between Proximo and Maximus. He's just telling him, basically, all you do is kill, right? you got to stop just hacking them to pieces and entertain the people. Who entertain? And then we get Maximus versus, like, six people. It's he like, just messes them all up, good and proper. I really like the bit where he, like, he gets the two swords going, stabs the guy twice, walks away, walks back to him, pulls him out, and decapitates him. And then there's the, uh, this would be the the iconic line of the movie. There's yeah, nothing but, else. By a mile. Even by a mile. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? So good. It is. But the crowd still loves him for this. <laughs> it's like silent. And then, Spaniard. Yes. Spaniard. It's like, for fuck's sake, that's not what I meant. <laughs> But uh, Proximo, again, going at Maximus, like, you, you need to be better. Like, if we're going to Rome, you need to be better. I am required to kill, so I kill. Proximo gives a little backstory here. How he was he was a gladiator back in his time, and he was freed by Marcus Aurelius. I love- <laughs> You knew <Yeah>. Marcus Aurelius. <laughs> so, I did not say I know him. I said he touched me on the shoulder once. The condescending nature of Maximus <laughs> here, like, oh, get the fuck out of here. Uh, I, I, yeah, I love that bit, too. It's yeah. just like, oh, poor Proximo. <laughs> Is this little bit with Juba talking about his wife extended? No, definitely not. Really? What am I I'm forgetting all these goddamn scenes? Wow. No, definitely not. Because you need this for the, the final scene of the film. Yes, true. Yep. That makes a lot of sense. Yes. It's pretty clear that Commodus wants to bang Lucilla here. Like, I don't know if it was projected at any other point, but it's very strong now. Oh, you mean prior to this? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think prior to this um, you realise it's like this. But there, there, there may have been like a gaze when we first see them in the carriage yeah. heading to the- Yeah, but not nothing like this. Not like this. Like Not like this. Will you stay with me? Still afraid of the dark, brother? Still. Always. And she is so just, just so blase, like, nah, nah. no, no. Doesn't want to even address it. Yeah. So this scene here is where we get the, the grain discussion with Lucilla and uh, Gracchus and Gaius, which we've already discussed. So we'll move on. Yeah, we got Maximus hanging out in his little prison, and uh, Lucius pops up to have a chat with him. You're the Spaniard. Now, he's a Spaniard. So are we to assume that he's actually supposed to be Spanish? I don't know how it works. Because does, does Russell Crowe sound American in this movie? I, I have no idea. Is it just like one of these movies where, yeah, they're Italian, but we're just going to make them talk American? Are they Italian? They're in Rome. Uh, he's never been to Rome. Is Maximus Italian? But it's like that whole European area, like Germania. And this I, is, I have no idea. Yeah, there's. I feel like Oliver Reed and Russell Crowe and Joaquin Phoenix, maybe not Joaquin Phoenix, I don't know if he, what accents he has here, but there's definitely, it feels like some sort of American accents going on here. Who cares? Would oh. you rather bad European accents from Could these people? Could you imagine people? Russell Crowe like, are you not the detained? Are you not the detained? <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> yeah, no, it's stupid. They're, it's a me, a Maximus. Their accents are perfect. <laughs> okay? Don't touch them. But he has a good line here with Lucius. It's like, they say you could crush a man's skull with one hand. A man's? No. A boy's? <laughs> <laughs> Lucius loves it, though. I like you, Spaniard. I shall vote for you. <laughs> but here's where he also finds out that it's actually Lucilla's son. Mm. And you see, like, he has a little bit of a freak out. So well, he backs he- away and, like, hides. Well, I think I think he's worried that Lucilla's around, and he doesn't want to see her. He doesn't want to be found out. No, because he's you know basically talked his way into getting here because he wants to kill Commodus. Yeah, he wants to stand like I too want to stand in front of the emperor. Yeah, but not for the reasons why Proximo thinks. How good is his awesome helmet he puts on here? Ah, it's the best. It is. It's fantastic. Better than that other shit one that 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 other guy puts on later on. Sure. (laughs) Which one? He's, he's the big undefeated champion guy. Oh, Tigress out of Gaul? Something like that. Yeah. Puts his mask on. I'm like, that looks like a mask from Eyes Wide Shut. It's like, you can't see shit out of that. <laughs> exactly. got tiny little holes. Uh, yeah, big battle here. This is awesome. Oh, it is awesome. Well, I love how they work as a team. Yeah, I, lo- I love Maximus. Like, straight away. I love that he waits till this moment to be like, anyone here in the army? I was like, I served with you in Debona. It's like, seriously? <laughs> you know who I am? <laughs> Good. You'll be useful. Nah, it works out really well here. You can see the frustration that he's got on his face when he's got that spear. He just wants to piff it right at Commodus right now. Yes, he does want to kill Commodus. <laughs> I do mean Commodus. <laughs> I got involved. Uh, but I love the score when he gets on the horse and it's like real love it. <gasps> it's like, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Nah, he's so good here. He, like, he's restrained. He, he knows he can't do it right now. And yeah, Commodus comes down with Lucius to talk to the Spaniard. And this is my... Excellent! Funny you say that, Hendo. This is also my... Excellent! Yeah, the ending came a little close for me, but in reality, it really didn't. This is... <laughs> wow, that took a turn. No, I mean, this is so good. Everything, everything here is fantastic. Russell Crowe's speech, the score, the way it's shot, the reactions. It's so... The the two words I get when I watch this is, fuck yeah. Mm, it's very good. Slave! You will remove your helmet. How dare you turn your back Tell on me your name. <laughs> Who's going to do it? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know it all, but uh, my name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, commander of the legions of the north. Loyal to the true emperor, Marcus Marcus Aurelius. Aurelius. Father to a murdered son. Husband to a murdered wife. And I will have my vengeance in this life. Or the next. You bastard. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. Oh, man. And and this is probably one of our smallest excellent scenes. Yeah, yeah. But... I mean, this is is such a big reveal. I didn't want to include the entirety of this whole Colosseum fight. No, no, no. I wanted to center just on this portion because it is so good. So I went back and watched it again. Yeah, really? Like this Joaquin Phoenix reaction as well. Like he is like oh, yeah. physically include, include taken this. aback. Include this as well where he's, he gives Quintus that look like, yeah, yeah killed him right now. But he's, his crowd is like, no oh, no way. And he has a little hush. He tries to get like, Shh, come on, guys. Come yeah. on. Like, please, please, please. He does, he does like yeah. the, the finger gently to his mouth. Yeah. It's and like, no yeah. one listens. <laughs> yeah. 
He gives the thumbs up and the thumbs down thing here. Yeah. Uh, did you read the trivia? Yeah. 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 It was supposed to, in in Roman times, not biblical times, in Roman times. It was the other way around, but it might have been a bit confusing for the audience now. Imagine yeah. he's like, thumbs down. Like, oh, fuck, they're going to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm glad they kept it. Amazing scene. But we get this small extra scene here with Commodus just slashing away at this statue. Is it a statue of his father? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not a statue of him. No, I wasn't sure if it was like, yeah, look. It's not like it looks like Richard Harris. <laughs> <laughs> nah, definitely, definitely uh, Marcus Aurelius. He gets a little frustrated, though, that uh, Maximus is alive, obviously, and decides uh, he's going to take it out on some people who didn't tell him that he survived. Yeah, he's talking to Lucilla here, yeah? Yeah. I mean, this scene, like, they're basically openly saying that, like, Commodus killed his father. Like, mm. if father had had it his way... <laughs> Uh, but like Commodus, like you, you claim that Commodus is a smart man. He thinks Lucilla is just so upset at seeing Maximus. Like, how did you feel? He wounded you deeply, didn't he? I think he's blinded. And Lucilla's just like, no more than I wounded him. It's <laughs> like, what sort of an answer is that? <laughs> it's like, so not at all then. <laughs> now, but Lucilla goes to visit uh, Maximus. Yeah, this scene's great. Yeah. I, I forgot how great this scene was. He's defeated. He's like, why are you coming to me? I'm a, I'm a slave. Oh, he's, I mean, he's defeated, but he's so angry. Yeah. Like, he's but she's I love, just I like. I love her reaction, though, like her like, counter response. I, I knew nothing. Don't lie to me. <laughs> but her response is perfect. Like, like, I fear for my son, like, every day. Like, does do you have to have my son die before you trust me? I wept for them as you wept for your father. As you wept for your father. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. This man wants what you want. Then have him kill Commodus. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, Maximus. He's so, this is like Maximus at his most angry here. He's just like, for fuck's sake. He's like, don't tell me that, oh, yeah, the Senate's on my side and stuff. Like, stop coming to me. I'm a slave. Yeah. He's like, go and do something yourself. Nah, Maximus has to take care of this. Okay. Now we get a pretty long extra scene here. It this- is... Lo- it is, it is um. Extended? Yep. Yeah. because I don't know. No, it's not it. extended. It's completely extra. What do you mean? This scene with uh, Commodus. What asks- do you mean by extra? Is it not extended? So it's extended only. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay, I realise what you meant, but what I'm saying is it's not a scene that was in the film that they've made longer. This is a completely new scene that we haven't seen. Yeah, okay. So you know what I mean? Extended meaning. Yes, yeah. yes. This yeah. is a new scene. Cool. Or extended, as you call it. I mean, it gives a little bit more clarity to Quintus, I guess. Where he's trying to stop this. I mean, Quintus clearly, yeah, I mean, he doesn't, I mean, he realises either these men die or Quintus dies. Yeah, he gets to that point, so he's got to do it, but at least he tries to defend them. But Commodus is just like, well, if you're saying that these men didn't know, mm. or, yeah, didn't know, then it's your fault, basically. Yeah, you're a general, you should know everything. Yes. And Quintus is like, actually, I think they did that. And done. Commodus stands in between these two guys know, who, right? are t- who are tied up to a post, right? He stands in between them and bas- like, basically arm on each shoulder. And he's just like, Quintus, give the order. These guys fire arrows and kill these guys. And imagine, imagine if Quintus was like, fire at Caesar. No, it, this was a good scene. Like, it might. Yeah. It may oh, have, I enjoyed this scene. Yeah, it may have affected the overall pace. I don't know. But no. again, I, I, really, I enjoyed this scene. Yeah, another little character development scene here. Bit of a comedic relief. Yeah, I mean, like, Maximus now is. He's been found out who he is, so he's got to be wary of everything. So he gets the meal, and he's like, well, "I'm not too sure about this." And a big guy here, he he takes the, he takes the fall. I thought it was funny. It was funny. Yeah. Fakes the poison. Yeah, yeah he's, he's good. I like, I like this big guy. You must kill your name. 
before it kills you. Right here, we're, we're, get, we're escalating the fights here. We've got Tigers now. We've got big undefeated champions and multiple Tigers. I mean, isn't any living gladiator undefeated? Yeah, that's why he's the only one, isn't it? I mean, Proximo is an undefeated champion. No, like he's a champion though. Like he's How probably, did he become a champion? A, there was probably a big tournament. These are, these like are, a Mortal Kombat? These are, oh, mate, if only. <laughs> <laughs> these, are, these are slaves who've just managed to survive random battles. There's probably a big championship that this guy was the best of the best. The best of the best of the best of the best. Sir, so, bananas. So not a gladiator. Is that what you're saying? I don't know. Well, you sounded pretty confident. You should have just well, gone. Just yeah, men in black, all right? Done. <laughs> <laughs> did you like the tiger fight? It's okay. Yeah, no, it's better than okay. It's really good. <laughs> Come on. It's tigers. Yeah, I know, right? They're dodgy as fuck, though. Every, and time, I, every, time I, get, every time it gets near the other guy, like, now nah, pull him back. He's all right. Well, that's the point. Like, But everyone knows it. And they're booing and shit. just like, you know, like, Lucille's like, ah, he'll be forgotten in a month. No, sooner it's been arranged. So like, you slimy bastard. But they full, like, jump on him. He has to kill one. Yeah. It's great. And it doesn't look stupid. No. The CGI is great. I love how he, Maximus, gets his own way in this as well. Like, you think that not killing this guy will really get the booze from the crowd, but immediately it's Maximus the Merciful. Mm. And everyone loves him still. And Commodus is so pissed off. <laughs> now they love Maximus because he's merciful. <laughs> and now I can't kill him, or that'll just make me even more unmerciful. <laughs> He definitely gets under Maximus's grill. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, jeez, you want us to hate you even more. Is that right? They tell me your son squealed like a girl when they nailed him to the cross. (laughs) And your wife moaned like a whore when they ravaged her again and again and again. And Russell Crowe is just like, (laughs) pulls it back, though. Time for honoring yourself will soon be at an end, your highness. (laughs) Loves it. We get the little clay statues here that Cicero gives Maximus while he's walking the path. Yep. Yep. A little sneaky uh, handshake there. But Commodus is, uh, he's hes onto these senators. He's, he's onto these senators. Has them all followed because he feels like something's up here. This is extended. Oh, is it? Yeah. So there's a, there's a conversation here between Commodus and Falco where Commodus is talking about the grain to Falco. Yeah. All right, that whole grain discussion was not in the theatrical. So that bits out, and then it cuts. It just cuts straight to Falco's story about okay. the snake. Fair enough. This is like when you watch Terminator 2 extended, and you're just like, oh, yeah, this scene, this little bit here, that's Mate, extended. I still can't believe you thought that that <laughs> ending was the actual ending. I mean, I don't know. It's been a while since I saw it. Anyway, come back to Gladiator. Oh, I'm already here. <laughs> we get our first, Mac- well, first, we get our only Maximus and Gracchus meeting. Mm-hmm. You can see Gracchus is... Definitely wary of this. He's like, oh, I kill one bloke and the next one shows up and does the same goddamn thing. And then Maximus is like, seriously, I'll I'll fuck off and leave. Like, well, I'll kill Commodus. I'll give the place back. To the, I'll give Rome back to the people. I just want to go home. I just want to go home. He can't seriously be worried that Maximus is going to be worse than Commodus. No, I know. Like, what is he like doing? Maximus is clearly an honourable man and Commodus is a little shit. He gets there eventually. He's like, you know, Marcus Aurelius trusted you. She trusts you. I have to go with this. Proximo sus on this whole this situation, though. He's like, why do I need to do this? I'm just a I'm Commodus just a guy. makes me rich. Yeah. <laughs> so he's out on this. But yeah, this uh, happens pretty quickly, though. Gracchus gets arrested. Commodus is right onto this. And who was the other Senate guy? Gaius? Gaius. Gaius? Yeah, he's dead. He's dead. Yeah, poison snake. Done. Why didn't they kill Gracchus? He seems to be the main culprit. He's too powerful to kill. But uh, we get Lucilla visiting Commodus here. She can't find him and everyone's like whispering. That's actually extended. Like she walks into Commodus's place and it's like Commodus isn't there where she is. And there's like all these pairs around there yeah, like I saw whispering. That. Yeah, that's extended. Yeah. 
He's definitely being super weird. Little bit, little bit rapey here. It's, it's super awkward, and Commodus is just a weird motherfucker right now. Yeah, and Commodus is is starting to suspect Lucilla now. Yeah, he's like, does Gracchus have a new lover? Hush, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like when when he lays down on the bed with her and like puts his head in her bosom. Bosom. I don't know. <laughs> Chest region. That bosom's good. Okay. And she's just like, you know, I love you. <laughs> Yeah, just like, so stone faced, like please, up again. Please don't rape me. <laughs> now Proximo's back in on the action. Him and uh, Lucilla set up for Maximus to escape out of there, get his army to come back, take on Commodus. But little shit, Lucius. Yeah, I mean, you can't blame him. I know he's a kid. He didn't know what he was doing, but still, I'm not a legionnaire. I'm a gladiator. Savior of Rome. Where did you hear that? Savior of Rome. And who said that? <laughs> I love that you don't hear. Who he says, you just get the reaction from Commodus, like, like grabbing mm. him, like, mm, like, yeah. But now Lucilla walks in on Commodus and Lucius, telling the tale of Emperor Claudius. I love this scene. It's so good because it's so clear what he's talking about and who he's talking about too. That even Lucius knows what's going on. He was betrayed by those closest to him by his own blood. But they do raid Proximo's little place. He's got all these slaves here. Proximo's come around here, little little turn. Yep. Yep. Saves Maximus, gets killed in the process. Open the gates, Proximo. <laughs> Big man really holds his own here in the in the battle until he dies. Until he dies. Yeah. Everyone loves Maximus here. They're like, yeah, we'll we'll die for you, buddy. It's like, yeah, of course, because you're a slave. You yep. want to die for something. Maximus goes and sees Cicero on his on a horse. Uh, it's a trap. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Maximus has basically caught him immediately. Yeah, he's caught immediately, and now you get Falco telling Commodus that it's, that it's done. And then, uh, again, Commodus, Joaquin Phoenix, he's so good in here. Yeah. Uh, or should I be merciful? Commodus the merciful. Lucius will stay with me now. <laughs> but even Connie Nielsen, Lucilla here, is just so stone-faced. Like, you can just see she knows she's in the shit. She needs to keep her son alive. She's been doing this the whole movie, though, where she's just stone-faced with mm. anything that he says. Just, yeah. yes, 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 yep. yes. Am I not merciful? Yeah, that wasn't scripted. No, it scared the shit out of her, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Yeah, but, like, like he's, he's saying, like, you know, he's going to kill Lucius if yeah. she doesn't do what he says. He, he, he wants have... an heir from her. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't, and he thinks this is being merciful because he's like, yeah, I could have killed you, but I'm not going to. I'm going to keep yeah. you alive and you're going to live a happy life. I will torture you for the rest of your life. <laughs> but we're in the conclusion here. we got Maximus v. Commodus. How great is Commodus's all-white armor? It's fantastic. Oh, I love it. I love how he gives him the knife in the side because he needs every little advantage he can get. He needs to show, he could kill him off now. But he needs to show the crowd, I am the big chief here. I need to show you, I'm the one in charge. I killed Maximus, your savior, your superhero gladiator. Yeah, I, I think this scene is all, also a uh, was a possible excellent for me. Like, yeah. do you think I'm afraid? I think you've been afraid all your life. <laughs> and that whole like death smiles at us all, you know. Yeah. Tell me, did your friend smile when he died? You would know he was your father. You love my father, I know, but so did I. That's great. Great conversation. It's all, it's all great. Yeah. And even with a stab in the side, Maximus still manages, still manages to pull this off. I love that Quintus has that turn. Very strange. Because he's a soldier who's obeying the orders, but clearly Commodus is is in the wrong here. He's he's a he's a battler. Like Quintus has been on the battlefield. He knows that this is this is wrong, and he's not going to do this. He's not going to be the asshole who can clearly see 
that Maximus has been wounded outside of this battle, and Commodus is cheating his way to a victory here. Yeah. Sheathe your swords. <laughs> what do you think of the guards actually listening to Quintus and not Commodus? I don't know. I guess, uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's good for the movie. Yeah, I mean, it's good for the movie. And Maximus's weird phase-outs and yeah. distorted reality yeah. things. Yeah, he's, he's dying right now, so... Definitely, definitely, definitely convenient that he you know pulls it all back just at the right moments at certain points. But the point where he starts beating the shit out of Commodus. Yeah, it was like a fist fight. Yeah. Great. I mean, the sound effects were a little bit uh, classic 2000. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah, when he, he gets him and like just slowly sticks the knife in, it's fantastic. It is. A fitting in for a sniveling little shit villain. Yep. And we get uh, Lucilla's you know, final talk here she in real life she was actually killed um once commodus found that she had betrayed him Ooh, unlucky good to see maximus has a bit of foresight left to snap out of it again and explain to quintus what to do free the prisoners gracchus is going to be back in charge we're going to give the land back to the people and he's dead yeah and again that music that's not remotely what it sounds like I mean, it sounds pretty enurish. Yeah, it does sound enurish. I, I like am pretty enurish sometimes. And then we end with Jabu. Yes, it's supposed to be Proximo in the end, I based was, on, the, on I, the initial talk. Which I, makes no sense, because Proximo was meant to fight Maximus in the penultimate Maybe he fight. wasn't supposed to die. Come on. <laughs> maybe they both turn around and fight Commodus. I will see you again, but not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it for Gladiator. Any last words? I'll take the reins here. For the final thoughts, I mean, we've spoken pretty in-depth in this film. I think this is probably the longest breakdown we've done in a fair while. I mean, I could have gone on. I know. And you can tell when we really, really love a film, when we just can't stop talking about this film. I can't think of anything wrong with this film whatsoever. Yeah, great point. Let's tick off the checklist. Acting, fantastic. Set pieces, fantastic. Oh, better better than fantastic. The, 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 how they this is re- my final thoughts, asshole. How they recreate Rome here is yeah, so good. Like, talk you when you did the talk. You what are you doing? of other like sa- sword and sandal Do movies. Do we just hit the amazing together right now? And they, let's do it. All right, bang. Amazing. Amazing. Incredible. Outstanding. Bang. Amazing. Amazing. Incredible. Outstanding. <gasps> nothing compares to this Done. in regards to like historical Roman epic. There's nothing else we can say. It's amazing. I was the best because the crowd loved me. All right, Dean. The question is, where is Gladiator going to sit on your rankings? Because I think it's pretty easy to give some of these films five stars. It's much harder to put them in a ranking. Man, this is so tough. All right. Let's start at number one. Once Upon a Time in America is better than Gladiator. Number two, Pulp Fiction, better than Gladiator. Number three, Batman Begins. Jeez, oh, this is so tough. Yeah, you've said that. Uh, Batman Begins. And it's hard, like, obviously, it's hard because I've just watched Gladiator. But I've seen Batman Begins so many times. Batman Begins did so much. Uh, okay, I'm going to say Batman Begins is better. Next up, it comes up against Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. And that's where I'm going to put Gladiator. Gladiator is my new number four, Hendo. Okay, this will be in my top five. Nice. Do you want me to start at my number one or my number five? One. All right, let's go Because I, d- I don't think it's going to be one or two for you. All right, let's go down the list then. First up, Pulp Fiction. Uh, it's going to drop down below Pulp Fiction. We hit up Terminator 2, Judgment Day is my number two. Gladiator is 
not as good as Terminator 2. Okay, like those two movies, like Pulp Fiction, Terminator 2, they are they are Hendo films. Like I would not expect it. And considering you've only seen it, what'd you say, four times, I wouldn't expect it to be better than that. Number three spot is seven. Okay, like I can I can see it start to drop now. Like start to actually find a place. It's not gonna find a spot here. Okay. It's gonna continue down the track here to Inception at number four. Okay. I think you're gonna say it's better than Inception. And rightly so, I might add. I have Inception at now number seven. You see, I look back on my previous top films, whatever, my all my five stuff. films. I've stopped doing that, by the way. No, I just had a look then, and I did have Gladiator below Inception. I actually had it below The Matrix as well at number five. It's stopping at number four now. I think it's better yeah. than The Matrix and Inception. Yeah, I do too. So I agree. Gladiator is my new number four. Fantastic. My name is Nicholas Haskins, and I'd like a moment of your time to tell you about the fifth annual live stream for The Cure. To do that, I brought along two people whom I couldn't do this event without, Gerald Morris and Dan Brennick. Over the past four years, the live stream for The Cure has raised over $30,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. That contribution is helping to fund research into cancer immunotherapy, training the body's immune system to fight all forms of cancer. This year, we're aiming for our biggest goal yet as we try to raise $15,000 in 50 hours on the air. Tune in May 19th through the 23rd as we're joined live by podcasters and content creators from around the world. With your help, we can continue the fight for a future immune to cancer. Together, we can make a difference. All right, before we continue, we'd just like to say the show is brought to you by our awesome patrons who've been supporting the show for nearly three years now, Dean. Yeah, uh, it definitely wouldn't be happening without our patrons. So thank you so much, everyone who keeps supporting us and the show. We really appreciate it. Yeah, I feel like we've uh, really dished out on the patron content now. I think we're we're getting close to six or seven episodes a week now for the awesome patrons out there. That's crazy. Uh, we, we, we do so much. We love doing it, though. That's the thing. Love doing it. We get patron requested reviews every week. I think we just did uh, Brother Shane's review of The Tenant, a little Roman Polanski film from back in the 70s. We're going through our James Bond series at the moment. We just released Goldfinger a little while ago. Don't forget about the conversations with D&D. Oh, the conversation with D&D. We just had a conversation about the fact that uh, Dean did not watch the Academy Awards because I told him not to because... The, the the TV show was boring as shit, so I just gave him the results and who won our inevitable draft, which you'll find out about that next week. As well as that, with the top fives we give out, the patrons get the top 10. So extra, extra content for the patrons. We love them all so much. If you want to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash themoviejourney. Speaking of our patrons, right, mate, let's get to... We may still have mail. Mail, mail, mail. Here it is. And this oh. could be it. Oh... We will let our patrons review the movies that we break down. First up, from the Rough House podcast, I love this movie. So many legendary quotes, spectacular battles, great performances, beheadings, political intrigue, the original Dumbledore, people being split in two, sibling relations, more beheadings, backstabbings, and so much more. It's really beautifully shot, and Zimmer's score is also fantastic. By far the best performance of Russell Crowe's career, and I'll take Commodus Joaquin over Joker Joaquin any damn day. Damn right. Next up from Rob Manafield of the Everything Racing Podcast. Not gonna lie, the first time I heard anything about Gladiator was when WWE did a spoof of it for a Hollywood-themed WrestleMania back in the day. Thankfully, though, it made me intrigued to watch the actual film itself, 
And since then, I've probably watched Gladiator four or five times. I feel you, mate. Four or four times. Four or five times is the way to go. I absolutely love this film, and I even like Russell Crowe in it, which is saying something considering I think he's a hugely overrated actor. Interesting. Gladiator is just an awesome spectacle from start to finish, with some fantastic performances from its great cast and some highly effective violence and gore sprinkled throughout it. Four and a half stars. Wow. That certainly picked up from the uh, early days of that story of wrestling. All right. Thank you very much, guys, for your response. But, of course, we've got... Shane! Okay. So, Gladiator. It's an absolute masterpiece. I rewatched it today, and it certainly holds up. It, it might even be better than I remember, if that's possible. You know... My feeling is that it's no accident that this movie is brilliant. Gladiator excels in every single department you can think of. Writing, story, characters, amazing. Actors, performances, fantastic. Production and cinematography, magnificent. Score, setting, the battle choreography... Choreography, we're we're going through it. Uh, The battle sequences are outstanding. And, and am, am I going, you know, am I going too easy on this movie? Am I just giving it a little bit too much praise? The answer is no. Negative, sirs. What's there for me to add? You, you know, you just watch this movie and think, why can't they all be like this? Why can't all the talented and skilled people in this creative industry get together on every film, you know, that's worth releasing instead of cutting everybody up amongst the uh, less gifted? I suppose you don't have to achieve gladiator levels of brilliance for people to enjoy your movie, but goddamn, this film just gives purpose to cinema's existence. One strange takeaway. I never realised how closely this can be compared to Game of Thrones. The storyline, the themes of betrayal, rulers of kingdoms changing the outcome for the kingdom, not to mention the jaw-dropping fight sequences and war... It's right on the same page, you know, as Game of Thrones in all of that. Just, it, it really reminded me of it. Anyway, I don't have too much else to say. Enjoyed it start to finish, and I'm going to keep in, on enjoying it over and over again. Five stars. Thank you, good sir. I think that was his, probably his highest praised audio review so far. He's pretty chuffed with this film. He is chuffed to bits, Hendo. I mean, I've never heard Shane so... Positive. I know, right? So just free-flowing with compliments. Kind of miss kind of miss his uh, In the Mood for Love style reviews. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Shane. Thank you for the review. Yes, thank you very much, Shane, as usual. So, what's next? All right, mate. Next week's review, we're up to the random number generator. We've already done this. The random movie we've got is a film that neither of us have seen. What? I know. It's... And by the way, I'm not joking when I say, what? I have no idea what this film is. I mean, that, that makes sense. We did dis- we did do How the long round- ago did we d- do this? I think it was like a month ago. We recorded it, yeah? Yeah, when we did our patron update. Patrons we, yeah, know what's coming? We, we do our little batches of movie from okay. one pod v pod to the next. Nice. Yes, yeah, so this movie is very low on the top 250 and okay. low, like 240-ish. Okay. It's Paris, Texas. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know anything about this film except for the poster, which doesn't give anything away, and the fact that it's set in Paris. Set in Paris, Texas. <laughs> Is there a place in Texas called Paris? Is there someone in it we'd know? I, I, I don't know. A I, famous I, director? Uh, uh, 
Don't know. I, for some reason, I I I, feel, I think of David Lynch, but it's not a David Lynch film. Anyway, we'll talk about that next week. So thank you very much, everyone, for checking the episode out. We'll see you next week for Paris, Texas. Bye. <laughs>